0: Hey guys, what's up? It's Candace K. This is the Wabi Sabi podcast, episode number 57. (laughs) It's been a really long time since I have sat down to record a solo podcast, and I will tell you why. At the beginning of today's podcast, I'm going to go through just a little catch up on where I've been um, and where I'm going, and I hope all of you have been doing amazing. Take a deep breath in. release a breath out. This is the Wabi Sabi pod. And today we're going to be talking about how to not care what others think of you. This is a hard topic because everybody cares about what other people think. It's part of the reason why I didn't do my podcast for a good year or so because I lived in fear and I was exhausted and I felt like nobody gave a shit And it turns out so many of you downloaded this podcast, especially during the pandemic. I felt a duty and calling to continue my volunteer work in doing this self-funded podcast for you. Not only does it help thousands of you out there, but it helps me on my own. And I believe in myself a bit more now. Thanks to all of you. So hats off to all of you listeners. And thank you for sharing the Wabi Sabi pod um, since we last spoke, which was right during the pandemic, I think I did a solo show. I moved out of my LA apartment into a smaller apartment. I had to downsize. I pulled out my entire IRA account to survive. I finished the NHK documentary on Kintsugi, which some of you probably saw, which also triggered a tremendous amount of anxiety, depression, and financial problems problems for myself that I had never had before and every filmmaker that I'm friends with whether they were a director producer etc has said oh welcome to the club Candace (laughs) this is exactly what happens when you start making independent self-funded films you just you go through this dark hole Um, I will be honest with you guys in 2019 it was one of the darkest years I've ever had and smack in the middle of recording this podcast, I just couldn't do it anymore. I had severe depression and, um, I lived in San Francisco at the time and it just did not feel right. Um, I didn't tell anybody I was severely depressed except a few close friends, but it was, it was bad. My friend, Dr. Jess Pietros and I met over at Sahara Rose's wedding in Hawaii and, she has been like a soul sister through the process of like figuring out, uh, what my past traumas are and what triggered me. And after finishing that documentary, I mean, I went into like a black hole. It was, you know, this production team that, uh, or a production network that did not pay me for many years, um, and when you're owed a lot of money for a large scale project, it puts you in a really awful position of financial fear, which I had never had before in my life. And I take my hat off to everybody also going through something difficult right now during this time, especially when it comes to finance. Um, on the plus, the documentary Kintsugi has won $1 six film festival awards so far, including best director. And, um, I feel very, uh, validated and supported by this very small project that turned into something really beautiful. So I encourage all of you to watch Kintsugi. Uh, it's available right now on NHK. I also shot with the lovely Selena Gomez, my sister in crime, uh, for HBO max love that show and that team. HBO is epic. Selena's friends are amazing. And it's been um, an amazing experience to watch her grow and to see all of you Selena fans who are devout, loving, and there's no haters in there. I'm back on Olympic coverage for the Olympics, which is still touch and go. We don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if I'll be allowed to go to Tokyo or not. But you can check out all my segments on my YouTube channel, Candice Kumai, and also on my Instagram. Thank you for supporting this podcast. It's a personal time for you and I to connect. It's not sponsored by anyone. I don't get paid for it. It is sponsored by my own heart. If you can buy a book of mine, like Kintsugi Wellness, or shop at themachashop.com, T-H-E-M-A-T-C-H-A-S-H-O-P-P-E.com. First and foremost, when it comes to not caring what others think, I want you to write down some notes today, or if you're driving, take down some mental notes. Here are some things and actionable items you can do to stop caring what others think. First, you really have to acknowledge that this is normal behavior and we all seek approval of others. It could be your mom. It could be your dad. It could be a teacher, a mentor, a boss. It could be a guy you're dating, a blazing hot guy. And you would want to seek approval from them in some form or another. And this comes, you know, from our ancestors. It comes from when you're a child. It's totally okay and normal. You're not weird. You're not different in a bad way for caring what others think. Um, I do want to say when you feel judged by others or say you really start to care about what other people think, you have to say to yourself, do I know this to be true? Do I know that they really think this about me? Or do you really know that they care like about you so much? you have to really know that most people care about themselves only and they're not thinking about you. So for you to use your energy on what other people think of you is a waste of your precious energy. One really easy solution to this too, is to also go inward because when you're focused on yourself, just like everybody else's, then you will only have time to improve yourself before you ever go out into the world and try to help others. So that's another tip for you is to stop seeking out the self-approval and to go inward. Remember that nobody at your level above you or at your level will ever criticize you. You can say that again, nobody at your level or above you will ever criticize you. Put up boundaries for yourself. Make sure that you are keeping track of how much time you spend on social. I recently, you know, took email and Instagram off of my phone so that I only can really go on them if I'm on my computer, which is not nearly as much as I check those damn crazy apps that just ruin your life. So be cognizant of how much time you're spending checking in on other people and what are they doing and if you post a picture and you don't get a lot of likes on it you're always going to say what the fuck people don't like this they don't like me they must hate me i must look ugly i must be bad i must be stupid all these thoughts right so the best thing to do is just rein it in and know that there's an algorithm and you you can't really do anything about it it's sort of like If you use it, you got to take responsibility and knowing that you're going to be judged one way or another. But there's a difference between that and putting up the boundary and the wall that says, I really don't give a shit if you like this or not. I'm virtually posting my Today Show segment because, you know, one in 10 million people get to cover the Olympics. Maybe it's more like one in a billion, but whatever. (laughs) Um, I'm such a nerd. You guys probably missed these self dialogue table reads that I do, which I've heard from all of you sound like I'm your best friend leaving you a very fucking long voicemail. (laughs) Okay. Also remember what happens within you is 100% in your control. You can't tell your boyfriend or your girlfriend that you are stressing me out or you are the reason why I'm sad or you've triggered me. It's not true. It's it's you. You have to take ownership of your feelings. You have to take ownership of your own emotions. And you have to be self-aware and mindful. I will give you a few examples. I'm sure you've heard me talk about these before Um, feedback loops are very important to break and it's something that I learned over break. So I will tell you that you can stop the cycle of these horrible feedback loops that we all do. And if you don't know what it is, look it up and take some time to write out some of the things that you've convinced yourself of. Like for me, I stopped doing the podcast because it was so exhausting, but I also said nobody gave a shit. Nobody cares about my work. Nobody hears or sees me. But it's not true because I know you hear me and see me and I hear you and see you. So there is a place for an audience that cares about these topics. And secondly, I used to tell myself that, you know, I would only be good enough if I had my own show or if I just got approval from all these old white men that run every business out there. And the bottom line is that's not true. I'm good on my own. I don't need a TV show to make me important to the world. And I don't need any old white man's approval. But for whatever reason, I've always felt that. And so these feedback loops, I'm trying to really break the cycle. I need to learn how to control what is inside within me and take ownership of my feelings and my emotions Remember the actions that you put out into this world, like everything you post, everything you share, everything you write, everything you blog about, vlog about, all of that is a contribution to the world. So I want you to really think about what you're doing and is it really meaningful to the world too? When you put up, say, a YouTube post or something and people write horrible comments, you just have to block, forgive them, delete them. My friend Gabby Bernstein taught me that a long time ago, and I always stuck with it and said, you really should not give a fuck. And I know it's harder to say, or I'm sorry, it's harder to do than to say that. But if you just believe it, like, I will say one thing I know to be true. With time and age and wisdom and years on your life, you will, through experience, learn to really not give Give a fuck, even though it is so hard. By the way, I'm in Palm Springs right now. Very long story, beautiful place, beautiful story, but we are right by the airport. So, (laughs) I mean, I was by the airport in LA too. So, either way, but remember to really take ownership and learn to control what is inside of you. Go inward, do the self work. One thing that we know to be true is this weird flex culture of people being obsessed with like luxury brands, travel, airplane, cars, clothes, shoes. Frankly, I grew up with a Polish immigrant father who was in the Navy and then a nuclear auditor. And my mother is a Japanese language and school teacher. Don't really have a need or a care for luxury. Um, I certainly don't mind, you know, if I have a trip where I have to write a story out in Tokyo and somebody invites me to a nice hotel, but that is not the sole premise of my work. And for whatever reason on Instagram, so many people think, or maybe it's TikTok now too, they have to post like luxury everything. And during the pandemic, if there's one thing that we learned was like, none of that's important. And all of it will be taken away from you in a moment. You don't even have a notice. you just gone. Nobody gives a shit about your shoes or your dress or your fancy vacations. In fact, when you post that stuff, it is probably true that it triggers many people because Instagram and TikTok, et cetera, they love showing envy. And it could be a wedding, a baby. It could be somebody who is hot as fuck in a bikini or a swimsuit. And you have to learn to sort of play the mindfuck games that social media is putting in. They're doing this stuff on purpose. It's like, I don't really scroll as much as I used to. I don't really think I ever scrolled that much before anyways. I always just saw it as supporting my friends that I follow and their work. So remember, material things aren't important. When you start putting your focus on money, fame, beauty, followers, things that really you can't take with you when you die, it will help you to control what others think of you. So if you shift your mindset into being a good person who is humble, who values things like humility, gratitude, self-love, mindfulness, mental health practices, it has been proven that people would rather have a friend um, that is not super well off because it is more likely that the friend that's not super well off versus the one that is might be a bit more humbled. You know, I did not come from money. It's not really something I, it's something I used to value, but now I think about it as, um, a bonus. Like if I can write books and TV shows and documentaries, and podcasts and still be able to monetize them on the side. Wonderful. And if not, at least I made a contribution to the world that was selfless. And if you can think of some contributions that you give to the world, like maybe you volunteer with the homeless, with kids, with animals, I really take my hat off. Because when you're willing and able and when you're willing and volunteering, you are doing yourself and the world such diligence and such beautiful gratitude. You are practicing by giving back with your own willingness to be a person that gives selflessly. That is where you can really learn to fill your cup. Find a group of friends just a friend that doesn't focus on money, fame, beauty, or followers. Find friends that value things like volunteering, humility, gratitude, mindfulness, self-love, and support. I better write that one down because support is so important. Be honest and be real and then you'll have nothing to worry about You really won't give a shit about what others think if you're real, honest, and you are just a hard worker. I feel that all of us have these offerings and gifts to give to the world. And if you are codependent on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, it would be taken away from you in a moment. It really can and will be. So the most important thing is to start your newsletter, start your blog or your website or your podcast, something that is sustainable without being reliant on social media. And my last tip of the day, I'm really going to reiterate to you is you must be honest and very real. You have nothing to worry about when you are an honest and good person. In New York, I must have been about six, seven years ago, I had realized that I needed to clean up and really do myself a favor and become an honest and good person. And from that day on, I tried my very best to only work with integrity and be a better and more honest person. And my days clearly have not been perfect. Neither have my years. Um, when I fell to my knees in 2019 over, the grief of going through production that had drained my accounts, drained my savings, ruined my credit, which thank God my bank account is way back up to where it used to be. And my credit is back at, you know, seven 50 to eight 20. The best part about this is, is not that the numbers rose. It's that I made my comeback and I did it all on my own. And I knew that I would come back around and come back to life. But sometimes you really have to see the darkness and fall to your knees and be in a place of just humility before you get back up. Um, I am almost in tears right now, just thinking of the pain of my most depressed year in 2019 and then moving into 2020, which was just a mess. <laughs> but you know what? You made your days better. You are turning it around now I know that you can see the light from the darkness and if you need my help all you need to do is just comment on one of my posts and I'll write you back share this podcast with a friend I'm going to run through these quick tips for you again so here's how to try your best in not caring about what others think first you have to acknowledge that it's normal and we all seek approval of others Second, when you feel really judged by others, you've probably made up stories in your head about what others think of you or if they are talking about you or judging you. Ask yourself, Do I know this is true? The answer is probably no, which means that you should reassess a different scenario. How would it play out if it never happened? How would it play out if it was actually good? How would it play out if these people were just going through their own shit and taking it out on everyone else? Unfortunately, that happens. You know, we all do it. I've done it. Um, We must learn that the cycle of life is not supposed to be perfect. And the most beautiful part about admitting that we are okay as we are, and as we come imperfectly into this world and out of this world It's okay to hurt and be depressed and have anxiety. And and that's why I'm saying to you, just stop giving a shit what other people think. Be the coolest girl or guy in the room and zip it up. Put golden light around you and take a deep breath in. Take a deep breath out. And feel enlightened by those who support you, love you, hold you up, and love you for just who you are on your worst days when you have nothing to offer them. Think about the people who were around you during the pandemic, the people that were there for you on your worst of times, the people that were there to uplift you when you were down and out. Those are keepers. The other people are called social climbers. I'll talk about them on another podcast. I'm smiling. Not smiling, like in a good way, as in how obnoxious. (laughs) Okay, so um, remember to stop seeking out self-approval. Catch yourself when you do it and say, I don't give a fuck what this person thinks. I'm going to do me and I'm going to live out my life to my best. And I don't want to be judged by others on my life's path. So I'm going to celebrate who I am on my own. And I'm going to do this self-work because I am golden. And I want to stay that way. And I only radiate light and love. And you guys, when the bad days come, which they will, I am certain of that. Mono no aware in Japanese, the pathos of life. When the bad days come, you must just go with the flow. Let them come and let them go. Don't pay attention to all of your bad thoughts, your negative emotions, and your negative self-talk. You can even tell your mind to go fuck off sometimes because your mind is going to, you know, if you if you say don't don't think about um something bad, I don't know. Don't think about excessive amounts of chocolate right now. Don't think about the chocolate, the chocolate. You guys don't think about the chocolate. Truly, you'll be thinking about the chocolate, right? Because your mind is this trickster. So you've got to figure out how to control it. So the better thing to do is to keep an open mind and knowing that you're going to think about bad things. or going to do bad things and nobody should judge you for it because it's all part of life put up boundaries for yourself. Nobody at your level or above you will ever criticize you. What happens within you is in your control. Take ownership. Again, go inward. Material things are not important. So stop valuing people that say they have money, that want to be famous, that are obsessed with beauty and followers you can't take any of these things with you when you pass. Try to shift your focus on things of value in this world, like those who volunteer, those who are humble, gracious, those who help you with self-love and support, and those who are mindful. I have a lot of stories where I lost friends along the way because I don't think that we were aligned anymore on our paths. And it was the hardest and most heartbreaking thing for me to go through. Uh, Losing girlfriends for me is, is probably one of the most painful things in my life because I always thought my girlfriends would be forever. But I've learned along the way that not everybody's meant to stay with you on the journey. So it's okay to let people go. And this goes for guys too. You know, it's like, Whatever, moving along. And my sister is way cooler than me. If you want to hear her voice, she sounds exactly like me. And she's on several <laughs> of these podcasts, even though she didn't want to be. I just roped her into it. And you can tell, like, she just doesn't give a fuck about what other people think. She's like, oh, Candace. Yeah, I don't really have time for this right now. She has British vernacular because she's. Lived in London for most of her adult life, but she is very cool. So if you can pretend to be my sister, Jenny G, just don't give a fuck. <laughs> think of your coolest friend and just channel that energy. Um, be honest and be real, because then you'll have nothing to worry about. And really think about that one. Like when you're not posting fake stuff, when you're not claiming, when you're not a poser, that is important. You should only put out what's important. And I think that is a reflection of who you really are. And all of those who truly love you or see you, you will know who they are. I would much rather have a Instagram account with zero fake followers, like I've never paid for followers. And so my follower count looks fairly low compared to other people that have paid for followers. So the important thing to recognize is if you are a true and honest person, your path will be much slower and it might be much harder too. Because if you're honest all the time and not sleazy and salesy and trying to get all kinds of people to follow you and buy your shit and join your millionaires club and all that sleazy car salesman bullshit, like I'm not interested. My path has been to basically gain skills, knowledge, education, and experience at real jobs, tangible jobs that I sat at a desk or in a kitchen or on set or behind the scenes or in front of the camera. Those real deal experiences are what made me who I am, not some fake shit posted all over Instagram. Like, Don't be fooled by the people that make it look like they are real deal. You know who they are. They're not real deal and unfollow because that in itself will feel liberating. We are only liberated by our light, not our darkness. Remember that. So when you follow the light and when you follow those who love you, who lead with love, and when you realize material things aren't important and you should truly not care what others think about you, if you did that, you'd be wasting a lot of your precious time that could be used on self-work, self-love supporting others who truly love you. So do the work on yourself. And thank you for listening to this podcast. It means a lot. Please share it on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, wherever, with positivity and love intentionally, because <laughs> it could save somebody's life today. I'm going to answer your questions now. Thank you for asking me all of your juicy questions on Instagram. If you follow me, I usually post uh, and ask me anything on Sunday or Monday before the podcast. Amy Earls Art says, Why are you so cute? LOL. Uh, Amy, it must be all of the baths, onsen baths, travels to Japan, Japanese food, miso, good sleep, my love of animals, and my spirit. <laughs> um, Kay Thompson writes... What are your best tips on how to stop procrastinating and being an organized boss babe? Well, I guess if you can always see the world as like a place where there are 500 girls right behind you that want your job. I always saw myself wanting to keep up the good work and the integrity in an organized manner. So First, acknowledge that nobody's perfect and organized all the time. But second, those who put forth the real work and they have the newsletter list or they have, you know, their work published in Vogue or NBC, wherever it is, those are real deal people. And I knew that if I interned with them, followed them, worked with them, put in the time and the work between LA, New York, and Tokyo. I knew after 15 years, something might break. So know that organization comes with experience and you can also keep a uh, date book with calendars and goals. And I also often uh, try to focus more on my work in the beginning of every morning. So I try to see how others can help me and my business before I get back to everyone else. So run your company like a boss and have a mindset that you want to be treated um, very special and loyal and supported. So you should treat other people with those same traits as well. Uplift them and and love them. And remember, nobody below you or above you, I'm sorry, nobody above you or near you at your level will ever talk down to you. So just keep rising with the people that keep you uplifted. A.B. Kyle Dorch asks, do you ever think about moving back to NYC? Why, of course. This question, when you asked it, it made me tear up. Um, I've been out of New York for like two years now and it's been so sad. But I also know that 10 years is a long enough period of time for me to have done my work. But it doesn't mean that I won't get an apartment there and move back. Um... I think about it all the time. All of my close work colleagues are still there and I love New York. It will be my forever addiction, my vice, my boyfriend. Um and I would do New York anytime. All right. Last one is Prepit 7570 asks your skin is amazing. What products or makeup products do you use? You are so nice because when I was young, I had a massive, uh, how do you say, acne breakout slash uh, hormonal eruption of acne. So my skin did not always look this great. I will tell you guys what helped the most was no more sugar, only on occasion. I will order a bunch of Froyo and eat it while watching Wendy Williams or someone like that. Um, But I also, for many years, just stopped eating sugar and watched my skin clear up. So your diet's number one. Number two, matcha over coffee. I think coffee was too acidic for me. Um, Number three, I don't eat very much meat anymore. And I want to encourage all of you to not really eat too much anymore as well for our planet and the environment. Um, I also do believe in products that are all organic, like my friend Miranda's products, Cora Organics. I use their mushroom, milky mushroom cleanser, their um, aloe, it's like an aloe sleeping mask that I use at night. And I really believe in all organics. So look at Indie Lee, Tata Harper, Josh Rosebrook. He has a a daily acid toner that is fabulous. Um, Look at Cora Organics, Tata Harper, Josh Rosebrook, Indie Lee, These brands are clean, environmentally friendly. They don't test on animals. Um, And I sincerely believe that my matcha beauty powder has made a huge difference in my skin. And my sleeping patterns are frankly what have helped me the the most of all. There's nothing that I can say that will ever beat sleep sleep is my number one secret. And if I tell you my age, you'll all probably be shocked. So I'm not going to do that today. Um, for makeup though, I love rare beauty for Selena. 1% goes back to mental health, which is so fabulous. Um, I really enjoy using a tinted moisturizer. I think it's Ilia Uh, that's amazing. Credo beauty has a fabulous line of products. Aether beauty for eyeshadow, biodegradable eyeshadow packet It's so fab. And uh for mascara you just can't beat a good good old waterproof cover girl, orange tube, whatever it is, lash blast. I hate saying it, but it's just so fabulous. And then there's Japanese beauty that I love um from Sephora as well. Shiseido products. Um, Rare Beauty has a great eyeliner. And for lip, oof, I mean, lips are so hot, but we've been wearing masks for the last year. So nobody gives a shit about lips anymore. But personally, when things come back around, definitely always have a good lip on you. Uh, Bite Cosmetics has great colors. And my friend in Australia has a company called Lukey Beauty that I love Um, Last but not least, I love Goop's products. I think they work phenomenally well for skin, hair, nails. And my friends at Hum Beauty have natural vitamins that I take. So um, they have gummy vitamins. And I also love drinking greens, Uh, like Athletic Greens has a great brand. And uh, there are so many more. I will try to mention more of these on a different podcast. But remember, we are not supposed to focus on beauty, you guys. Internal beauty. Yes. (laughs) Okay, last two questions. Hi, Candice. Denny Lima asks, how do you stay gorgeous the way you do? Do you ever feel like you're on fire? XOXO. Thank you, Denny. I really appreciate it. I feel on fire all the time. (laughs) Just call me, Ellie asks. How to handle liking isolation uh, from others right now. Um, I'm guessing you're asking how to handle isolation from others. So uh, I I know how hard that was during the pandemic. I was working out with my girlfriend Janelle at Tracy Anderson, and then we had to stop. So I started doing at-home workouts, workouts. Um, I my partner got me an exercise bike. I used it like it was crazy. I had eczema on my hands. I was so scared that this was over a year ago. You know, you have to know that we we've come out of this together. So the cool thing is, is like you don't have to feel alone anymore or trapped. You can go out into this world, wear your mask, social distance. Um, we had a nice dinner with Dr. Weil last week and we all had a beautiful time. We just sat a little further apart and ate outdoors or in this like secret room at Plant Food and Wine. Chef Matthew Kinney, what an amazing meal. You really have to be cognizant that others still are living in fear of this virus and they may have personally been affected by it, which, um, even a few very close friends and people to me have passed, um, From it sadly, and a lot of people are feeling lonely. I'm telling you right now, you're not alone. You can DM me whenever, you can especially comment whenever, and you can sign up for my newsletter, read my books. These are ways that I will keep you busy and give you homework and make you remember and reflect on self love and self care. So don't forget, you're never alone, especially during this time of isolation. The easiest thing that I can say is really value the people around you that are there. And if you're by yourself, cook a meal for yourself, run a hot shower or a bath, go into nature, watch a comedy or listen to Amy Schumer's podcast, Three Girls, One Keith, I think it is one of the best pods I've listened to. I have dark, dirty humor. You guys, are you surprised? No. No course I do. And the best part about her podcast is that you'll just, you'll laugh so hard you will start crying. Ronnie Chang also is an amazing comedian on The Daily Show. And I'm just obsessed. And all you have to know is these are all people that are in it together. And the cool thing about the topic today that brings me back to people like Amy is people cared about who Amy was and what she did. And you know what? She didn't give a shit and look at her now truly just like the selena song remember you are so beautiful on your own and you don't need anyone else's freaking approval you have this you've got this you've always had it it's just the self-doubt and the negative self-talk that you've got inside of you that keeps you from going after where you know your truth lies you will be successful at all of your dreams just keep going and don't let anybody tell you that you can't shine along the way you will hit many bumps and you will see the darkness and feel the pain when you fall to your knees and you just say I give up I surrender and sometimes you need to just stop holding on so hard and start letting go of what others think because with that freedom and letting go you will open your heart and your mind up to so much more in this world. I'm excited to announce to you guys that I think cross your fingers that I've got a cool audible book coming out. I'm super excited because so many people did not give me the opportunity to have a lot of my dreams come to pass, my own show, my own, you know, consistent book series, my own documentaries. The only thing I ever wanted to do was contribute to this world, even if nobody cared or no one paid attention. I would be okay with creating art that just made me feel like I was contributing, even if it helped one person. So I want to thank you for being there because I'm on the path with you. The cool part about this podcast is you're in the gray with me all the way. I'll see you on the next podcast. Don't forget to write a five-star review and share with your friends and also please post this wherever you can i'll repost it and sign up for my newsletter and know this podcast is provided by my heart have a wonderful week love you and sending you all my best ciao for now